This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. My friends, accountability, giving with no expectation in return, playing the long game, every single person's business or ambition will grow exponentially tomorrow if they spend the next 13 years giving away free content forever. Seems super non-natural. When do you monetize? How do you do this? The person that holds the breath the longest wins. You know, it's just very simple. The problem is, is there's so many people here that are just not patient. And you're not, you know, the youngsters aren't patient because they have chips on their shoulder, because they want to prove to mom and dad that they're right and they're gonna do it their way. And the second they start doing their process, they've got the pressure on them. What, you know, they haven't made it yet. This is all about shortcuts versus the long game. I spent the first 13 years of my career building my dad's liquor business for him. I was 34 years old, had no money to my name, owned 0% of Wine Library and started VaynerMedia with AJ by getting somebody to pay us $80,000 before we did the campaign because I had no dollars. I decided to spend the first 13 years of my life working 15 hours a day to build my dad's business for him because I felt so thankful for what my parents did for me. So when people say easy for you or this and that, I'm like, look at my narrative. Like, you know, how many of you are not 34 years old? Younger, younger than 34, raise your hands. All of you that just raise your hands, I never made $100,000 a year. Like, think about how much time you actually have. I honed my skills, I learned how to build a business, but everybody's so impatient. Lack of patience and entitlement are the frameworks to why people aren't successful here. I'm talking very heady shit off the gate because before I get to the examples of what you should do on Facebook and Instagram and how influencer marketing's working and where the white space in our industry and voice and Alexa skills and all the shit you know I'm gonna go into in a minute, before I get there, if your fucking mind isn't right, it doesn't matter how you execute. And for the people that are over 45 and above, over 45 and above, If you're still trying to get yours, you need to understand that the shit, if you're not satisfied, if you're not where you wanna be, you need to understand that you've had time now to play and the way you've been playing it isn't working. Just important to understand that. Now, if you're pumped and you're awesome, then fucking you won. And by the way, this isn't a money game. If you make $57,000 a year and have the work-life balance that you want, you're happy as shit, you fucking won. I know people making $8 million a year, they're fucking miserable and hate their fucking life. And I have friends who make $67,000 years loving life for softball teams and fucking love it. It's not a dollars and cents shit. I don't give a fuck how much money you make. Do you feel pumped as fuck when you wake up? Like I do. Like I barely fucking sleep, you know, on these kind of trips and I can't wait to get over here and talk to you about it because I fucking love it. I love grinding. I love all the fires I had to put out in the green room. I love that we lost an $8 million pitch today. I love it. I love it. I mean it because I don't want the stuff. I don't want the stuff. Everybody wants the fucking stuff. 
You want the stuff because it's closing a gap of insecurity or not happiness. That's what you want. You want nice shit so other people think you're good because you're not confident within your own self. Like when you start actually figuring out how not to give a fuck about anybody else's opinion for real, and I'm talking about your spouse and your children and your parents that deep, let alone your fucking neighbor or your homie from around the way, shit gets really fucking quiet in here. Shit gets real good in here. And I am desperate to figure out why you feel like you aren't in that place. What is it? Parenting, I get it, I know why. I'm just trying to get you to realize What are you waiting for to change? The reason I talk randomly about going and visiting retirement homes is because I want you to see what regret and resentment looks like at 90 years old. The reason I think the number one thing that every person in this room should do is go and volunteer in a retirement home next week for a day is because A, it's a nice deed and they'll love it, but you are gonna get disproportionately more value out of it. Because you're gonna look at a stranger who's not your grandparent and you're gonna jam. You'll talk and you'll interact. And I promise you, when you see 90 year old regret or resentment from not doing or living their lives by somebody else's point of view, AKA their parents, you will get so fucking scared it will completely change the course of how you do shit. It it stuns me that people's self-esteem in this room are wrapped up in how many Instagram followers they have. It stuns me in the shit that we do because of other people's opinions. The reason I've been able to deploy patience is because when I was 29 years old and worked for my daddy's liquor store and my other friends were at Wall Street and making 200,000 a year, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't give a fuck because I knew how it was gonna all end up. I knew exactly who I was. I laugh that you guys think I'm doing something right now. I haven't even fucking started. I'm being dead fucking serious with you. And so, and so, I've spent the last two or three years spending more time trying to figure out what the fuck, how did they build me like this? What was the circumstance that got me here? And how the hell do I pass on anything to you? I realize, The reason I give away all my best stuff for free is because if you get some, it's not gonna come out of my expense. I love how many of you think you've got some big idea that you can't share with anybody and you want people to sign NDAs. The fuck's the matter with you? Ideas are completely a commodity. I'll give you every idea of every business that's gonna work. I'll give you a thousand of them in esports and AI and machine learning and blockchain and crypto. And I'll go on and on. I'll give you everything. I'll give them every single thing. The problem is ideas are like knowing you should do push-ups. <laughs> knowing you should do push-ups versus doing push-ups is a very big difference. I am always talking about hustle and hard work and people like to razz me too much, too much. The only reason I talk about that is it's not interesting for me to sit here and tell you to become smarter. Imagine if this talk was like, hey guys, be smarter. There's zero practicality in that. The one guaranteed controllable thing for this entire audience, row by row, is if you work more, more could happen. If you work, I love when people are like, hey Gary, but 
they you know, raise the hand and accuse, hey Gary, listen, you talk about working hard, but I'm working smart, and that's working. And I'm like, cool bro, but I'm working hard and smart, so fuck you. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard, but people are fucking living on this device. Literally, literally, I almost had a heart attack in the green room because I was in the green room, I went to go take a piss, I put my phone down, and it started sliding. My life flashed before my eyes. The thought that this would go into the toilet and I would not be able to have a phone for a day and a half blew my fucking face off my body. This is the single most important, literally, I have a wallet on me, fuck. I would literally rather somebody come up here, shoot me with a gun, and steal my passport than lose my phone. (laughs) Why is that? It's because the world runs through this. Now, you may think that's sad because you grew up pre-cell phone. You might think that's sad because you reminisce of the days you had a pager and that was super cool. You may think that's sad because you don't like the kids being on it too much. Or when you go out to dinner, it's not nice that the couple's sitting there and both on the phone. And that's not the way it should be according to you, Sally. (laughs) But technology and society doesn't give a shit about how you think it should be. It just does what it does. And it is your job to adjust to the reality of the situation. And the reality of the situation is, if you do not know how to make written words, pictures, or video, or audio sound for the phone that we all hold in our hand across the 10 platforms called Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, blah, 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 you are irrelevant. Let me make this perfectly clear. If you think Google AdWords and email and direct mail and events and everything else are gonna get you to the next chapter, you will lose. All those things I mentioned work. They're just either priced appropriately or grossly overpriced. While the things I just talked about prior to that are grossly underpriced. If you pay the appropriate price for Google and direct mail and your competitor underbuys attention on Facebook and Instagram, you will lose. That is how it's always happened. If you're baffled how the biggest companies in the world continue to go out of business, it's because of the thing that I just talked about. And let me tell you what's gonna happen over the next five years. Because of VaynerMedia, and this is why I strategically did it for many other reasons, we work with Budweiser and Pepsi and GE and the biggest companies in the world. None of these companies are remotely close spending enough money on Facebook. Not even close. When they wake up, like they did on Google in 2009 and 10, even though I was buying attention 2001, 2, 3, 4, 5, when they wake up, which they're about two years away from waking up, and they start pouring the right amount of money into those platforms, you will no longer be paying $6 CPMs in front of any citizen in Australia that you want targeted to Asian or African American or a footy fan or somebody who drinks beer or who likes Hunter Valley Semion or all the other things that you can do on Facebook. Yet you don't know this because you guys aren't practitioners. You have opinions on Facebook advertising. You just have never run any Facebook fucking ads. When that happens in 24 months, 
and they start spending the right money, you're not gonna have enough money to reach the people. Nobody here is running to the TV station to run tons of television commercials because they're too expensive for you. And that's what's going to happen on Facebook and Instagram and you're gonna think back to this talk and be really fucking pissed that you were super fired up when Gary became but a week later you went back to the same bullshit habits that got you there in the first place. And I am putting pressure on this conversation with the deep hope, the passion, that you have the humility to start actually doing the work required to achieve the shit that's coming out of your mouth. I am fascinated by how many people here are gonna build a million dollar business and aren't putting in enough work or enough research and smarts to get even close to that place.